pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Honestly, in 19 years, I haven't been doused that bad ever in my life. So I'll always remember the coffee running down my crack right now. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Minnix. Now joining us on the Buyers Barricades guest line at UTSA head football coach Jeff Trailer And, Coach, I don't know if I should congratulate you on the bowl win, the great line about crack, or the amazing poker face you and your team showed over the last three and a half weeks. Well, we're uh, the triangle of trust, the triangle of toughness became the triangle because, uh, you know, my kid, the secret, uh, Frank, parents knew, obviously, and that's about all we told, and uh, I still can't believe we kept it that quiet for that long. Well, it's unbelievable that you did, especially this day and age, and everything leaks out, and you guys were able to do that, so congrats on that, but... Coach, I mean, you're all over the country right now with the crack comment. <laughs> and uh, I, I wish there would have been a picture of Lisa Campos. You tried to describe it, but I can only imagine what her face looked like when uh, when that came out of your mouth. Yeah, I don't know why I just had me looking right at her. Uh, but it did remind me of my interview when she asked me a couple of questions. Her face looked very similar. Uh, you still got the job, and it certainly has paid off well. It was it was a great line, and it's true. Anybody that's ever dealt with that, um, yeah, that's that's one of the uh, issues, the the bigger surprises, if you will. Now, Coach, I, I'm I'm curious. Going back to uh, you know Frank Harris, the fact that you were able to keep it a secret, and that says a lot about the culture that you guys have. And you talk about culture a lot, but that, that's evidence, right? Because Owen, you would think, you know, if he thought he was going to start, you know, his family, more family maybe coming to the game, all of that. We had a clue something was up on Tuesday when we saw the Vegas line go from 12 and a half to 10 to 9, all the way down to 7 and a half. And I'm texting JJ, I'm texting Greg, I'm texting other people I know, and everybody's like, ah. Uh, Maybe it's his shoulder. How the hell did the people in Vegas find out first? <laughs> Isn't that amazing how those people got somebody somewhere all the time, man? I, that stuff blows my mind. Well, I, well, we got lucky. The weather was so bad. It was rainy and cold that J.J. and Greg didn't come to practice. We never keep our media out of practice. But we got lucky because uh, it, was, it was miserable out there. So it's one time not having an indoor benefit of the Roadrunners. Jeff, I, I got to ask a question, though, because we, we just talked to Frank Harris about an hour ago. He was on the air with us, and, and he kind of described how it went all into it, and he said that it was his call that he went to you and said, look, that Owen 
is going to be better than me at this point in time with the injury, and it's not fair to Owen. And I know this shouldn't surprise anybody, but does it ever surprise you that the team-first mentality of one Frank Harris is what it is? No, not at all. The way he's raised, his parents also knew. They didn't create a bunch of drama. They, they kept it. And there were media people asking them about it. And um, I told them, I said, Daryl's a soldier. He, he ain't giving up nobody. Daryl won't do it. He did. He went right down to kickoff. And they were trying to protect Owen as well. They knew when everybody found out, the game plan would be different for Owen. You know, it, it is amazing that you guys were able to to uh, keep that under wraps. And, you know, I think about all the press conferences and interviews that you guys did. You were on with that's us. That's the hard day. part. I, I, oh, that's the know, hard part. Oh, I, the worst. I, I, uh, but you didn't lie. I mean, you told us. Well, well we know who our two deep is. But you know, well, but y'all, mean, y'all kept saying, y'all kept saying, isn't it nice for once, Jeff? You're going to a bowl game and everything's just normal. You know who your people are. And I really want to say, I had any idea how normal this is. <laughs> I tell you what, you, are, you you got to be one hell of a dancer because you can sidestep with the best of them. Well, y'all just kept saying it, too. I just, and I would deflect. I'd say, well, you know, Trey, I said, Trey Moore's not going to be there. I was just trying to get something off the subject. <laughs> now, you did well, man. You, you did well. I'm never playing poker with you. I can promise you that. Um, as far as the game goes, you get your first bowl win and what that means for the program. And the idea that that game... Uh, did not start off the way I, w- I, I know you wanted it to. Falling behind 14 to nothing, and I think it says a lot about the Roadrunners to bounce back and win so convincingly. But a- at what point did you feel like Owen finally hit his stride? Well, I knew when we lost the coin toss. There's so many things that go in that people don't really know about. You got wind blowing, it's cold, and we lost the toss. And we got in a bad field position right off the start. And now you're throwing into a win, and it's cold. And, you know, the first one was not on him. You know, we had a drop that went right up in there, and they caught it. The second one was totally on him. He checked to the play and threw a bad ball. That was that was on him. But once we got the wind at our back and some momentum, we scored 21 points in that quarter. And uh, when he gets hot like that, he's, he's really streaky, and he got really hot. You know, Jeff, you, you, obviously signing day was yesterday, and we want to talk about that. But you made a comment yesterday about try, uh, going out and getting a veteran quarterback, bringing somebody in like that. Why is that important to you to do that? Well, we need to compete. I mean, I don't think anyone believes he played good enough that he's just a day one starter. He did play very good, and everybody's excited, including all of us. But I don't think he's done enough to be considered a day one starter. you got to go get another quarterback. Uh, and let Eddie and them compete. It makes you better. And as you saw our first year, we had to play four games. We had to play four quarterbacks to get through the year because of injury. So uh, we need to get some more quarterbacks in here. Uh, there's, a, there's a starting job to compete for, and obviously Owen and Eddie will be the ones in front of that lead. But uh, if we can get a veteran guy in here, uh, and who's to say how you use them? I mean, if you get a certain kind of quarterback, you might could put you know a little bit of a wildcat threat out there if you get that kind of quarterback. You know, it's it's going to be interesting. It was signing day. Uh, I, I can only imagine what your 24, 48 hours were like with signing day the morning after a bowl game that ended around midnight and your press conferences, all that was close to 1 a.m. Uh, I know you got a nap. You can't. I can't really 
think that you got a good night's sleep. But what was that like for you and your staff getting up in the morning, getting signing day taken care of, uh, and by the looks of it, you got the guys that you thought you were going to get? Yeah, we're going to go slow. Uh, I've never been in a competition to do that stuff. We've only signed, you know, 14 kids, so we're not going to be in front of any recruiting races because everybody else has got 24 or 26 kids signed. Uh, our class is not that large, but we don't have that many spots available. So we're going to go pretty slow. Uh, but to, to answer your question about my time, I got back to my room probably, uh, you know, from the room from the game about 1.30. Uh, went out and celebrated with some friends. Uh, and boosters got to my room about 4:30. Uh, I had to return 366 texts. Went to bed at 5:30, and I was up at 6:30, and uh, got this class done. So I got a one, one hour sleep, uh, one hour. So the coffee must have done me really well to keep me rolling through the night. Now, now you, I've got to ask you: did, <laughs> did you know? Could you feel that they were coming up from behind you with the uh, with the coffee? When someone grabbed my headset, I knew I was in trouble. Uh, I've now seen, I went back and got video evidence. Uh, that was Big Baby from New Orleans, my little freshman that grabbed my headset. And I saw Big Joe Evans and Christian Clayton, who are the two I would never suspect. I would suspect Chucky and Donye to do that, not Big Joe and Christian Clayton. So I'm going to get those guys in offseason. I'm ready. All right, now, wait, how do you get them back? Oh, spring staff. I'll get those suckers on that mat, and we'll leave them out there on that mat and roll them, and bear, we'll get them. Don't worry. We'll get even. Yeah. Well, you got to worry about it. The last time you tried something like that, you got your finger caught in a mouse trap. Well, and there's transfer portal now. I don't want to lose my guy, so I might got my own. They're pretty good players, and they're young. I'll be nice. I'll cut them some slack. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, there's there's something that, that you'll be able to do. That's that's the fun part of it. And, and just celebrating that first bowl win, um, although you know, without Frank out there on the field and, and obviously Rashad gets hurt during the game, uh, just, uh, you know, the end of this era, it feels like, because those two guys have been around uh, for, for so long. Was it bittersweet for you guys in – in the locker room afterwards, or was it just a total celebration? A little bit of both. I mean, there was a lot of sadness for me. I, When we get to the games that matter the most, I forever sent my two, my one, and my zero on the field for my defense, for the coin toss. I mean, for the, you know, and, you know, Trey wasn't out there, so I didn't have a one. JT wasn't out there. That one's been gone the whole year. Then both my zeros get hurt. I mean, when you're four of your best six players are not out there and your team still wins that convincingly, it shows you the leadership of Frank Harris and Rashad Wisdom and J.T. Clark. And, and none of those guys will ever really be gone. We'll miss them, but there's a legacy those guys have left before. That 2-1-0 triangle toughness, that culture, our brand, it's real. And those guys are the reason our kids were just so fantastic the entire night in a lot of adversity. And, and Marshall played very well to their credit. I've got to ask you, Jeff, because, and I go back a long way, my daughter was a cheerleader at UTSA for the original Roadrunner football program when they first started playing, and I know she was thrilled and excited and was posting stuff all over the place, and that Roadrunner pride came out. Did you hear from a lot of, I don't know, ex-students, boosters, all of that kind of stuff? I just can't imagine the pride that's going around UTSA right now. Yeah, the original 18. I've been, I've been hit up by about six to eight of those guys. Uh, you know, Larry Coker, those guys deserve a lot of that credit. They're the ones that paved the way. I mean, Kevin Brown was on that first staff. 
mean, Travis Bush, I mean, Charlie Reeves. So many of those people are just so fired up and have hit me up, and they're just so grateful. And uh, we feel we feel a lot of pride in that. It's what's cool about coaching here. We've got a lot of things we've got to get done. We, we all know that. We're a new program. But we've been playing football 13 years. Marshall's been to 10 out of the last 11 bowl games. They have one of the best winning percentages in the history of college football in their bowl games. They're showing our <laughs> they're showing the history of our football, and it took about one minute. Then they showed the history of their football, and you got Randy Moss and Chad Pennington, some of the guys those guys have had through the years. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is when you think about it. And watching the game, I don't know if you've seen the TV copy yet, but between uh, Pennington and McCown, the, the two fathers, they made everybody watching feel extremely old. <laughs> well, there's no doubt. I can remember watching both those guys play and rooting for them, and now I'm coaching their kids. So, yeah, we are definitely getting older, Jason, no doubt. You know, you think about where you're at now. Uh, the signing has started, and you mentioned where this program needs to get in, in the NIL conversation that is continuing. As you hit the portal, or as the portal is open, and, you know, there might be a quarterback that you're going to go look at, how much has recruiting changed even from last year to this year with kids now making more of a business decision, it feels like, than anything else? Or the business part is the number one factor. I hate it. I mean, like my corner, Cam Alexander. There's, there's tons of schools trying to buy him right now. And he doesn't want to go. He wants to stay. Uh, I need to find a 1,000 people to just give $1,000 to 210inspired.org or 210 City fans, if we can just find a 1,000 people that will give a 1,000, we'll be at a million and we'll keep this football team. But if we don't keep this football team, we're going to be starting all over again, and all the progress we've made is going to be gone. And our kids don't want a ton. They want to stay. But we've just got to give them at least enough that they'll stay. And uh, it's just – and I'm not trying to – yeah, it would be great if we get one person to write one million. I'm just trying to get a 1,000 people – to give a thousand, I know a thousand dollars in a year is a lot of money, but it's, it's three dollars a day if you want to invest in kids. And if you don't, I'm not mad at anybody. But if you want to keep our football team, and if you want to root those same kids, we got to at least put something in their pocket to keep them here. Well, not only keep them here, Jeff, but I mean, if you're if you're looking in the portal, I would imagine that that's difficult to try and bring somebody in that doesn't know the culture and and, and how great it is here, and and all they're looking at is dollar signs. Well, first and foremost, I'm going to take care of my kids on my roster. Next, we'll get to that piece of it. And what I've really just told those kids, they come in here and they make plays, the city of San Antonio will take care of you. So uh, our, our guys that come in here, they're recruited, they want to come play for us. They love the city of San Antonio. And uh, the ones that come in with a number they're asking for that's up there and we can't hit, I just tell them we're just not in that business. We're, we're going to try to take care of our own first. You know, Coach, you think about that as a visit with Jeff Trailer, the UTSA head football coach here on the Blitz. You know my involvement with high school football play-by-play in the upcoming All-Star Game and the All-American Bowl, and it kind of feels like, especially with the All-American Bowl, uh, that level of player coming out, it, it is it is a lot more business. But from a, a coach's standpoint, is it I don't know what the right phrasing here is as I try to ask this intelligently, which is sounding more difficult than it should be. <laughs> but when you're spending NIL money is, uh, or, or those kids asking for money, are you more interested in somebody in the portal who's proven they can play at a high college D1 level or a high school kid that you're still 
unsure about how he's going to perform at the next level? The answer is yes. I mean, you want both. Uh, it's an area of need. I'm going to try to reward my kids on my roster. So I'm going to really try to develop kids and get them on the field. Maybe we might have missed. Maybe we lost some kids in the transfer portal. But we've got to go get some age on our roster. But if you look at the, the success we had the other night, Owen McCowan, freshman. Um, you had the freshman Devin McEwen, freshman David Amador, freshman James Wally. I mean, we had a lot of young kids on that field making plays for us. I'd rather develop a high school kid right here from the state or wherever they're from. But if I got to go get in the portal, it's probably to replace something we lost, you know, in some type of transfer portal ourselves. Like when you lose a Trey Moore, do you want to go over and get an edge rusher out of the portal? Or are you counting on Jamoy to come on, which he has? Non Otter have come back from a knee surgery, which I think he will. James Wally, a freshman who started making plays. Well, I've got three young guys coming on, right? So I might not need to get in the portal for that. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Where other areas, like last year, my running back this was in trouble. I had to go get some older kids if we nailed it with Robert and Rocco. So I think the answer is yes. I know you think I'm not double-talking, but you need both those things according to what your roster needs. Let me ask you something, Jeff, and I'm really curious about this because all we talk about is NIL and the kids that are looking for money. But do the parents still matter? And by, and by that, do, do they still say, hey, look, I like this culture, I like this coach, I like what this program is doing, forget about the money, we want you to play here. Does that still happen? It just depends on how big the gap is in the money. Um, if the money's just – like my guys that are all here that are really good players, they stay for probably one-third to one-fifth of the money. To their parents, it was worth it. Like to Josh Cephas' parents, it was worth it for him to stay here and play for me versus go chase maybe money, which was more, which it obviously would have been. And uh, it just depends on the parent and where they are uh, and the kid. We've only lost two kids. Two. And we've had about, now after this national television game, we'll probably have 21 to 28 that have been tried to be bought by other schools. And college football is is certainly changed because normally about this time you'd be uh, planning I don't know a beach destination or maybe going skiing it's a little vacation to to get away from it all uh, you might still be able to do that but your phone's not going to leave your hand I I would imagine what what's the next couple of weeks like as you get ready to celebrate Christmas and hopefully get a little time off trying to make sure none of my really good players get in the portal and we take care of them uh, it's first and foremost to me. And then finishing this class off would be second. Uh, that's what I'll do around the clock. It won't stop. Well, i tell you what, Jeff. I, I just want to say congratulations again. Merry Christmas. We love having you here. We're glad that you're here and hope you're here for a long, long time. And we appreciate the time that you give Jason and I as well. We, we really appreciate it. Well, y'all are great. And I think what I want everybody to hear me say is we're such a large city, and the roadrunners are so important to the city. If all of us would just give a little, it won't hurt that much. And it's going to a good cause. The roadrunners are worth it. Those kids are worth it. But if we're asking a few people to do a ton, that gets pretty heavy. If we all spread it out a little bit, we can make this work. So 210inspired.org, 210 City fans, every little small dollar helps. Thank you all so much. God bless and birds up. God bless Birds Up. Jeff Trailer on the Buyers Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond.